Welcome to Idea Gym. I'm Sheldon. I'm Jeff. And we are excited for the idea we want to bring to life to you today. Yes, I like that. Bring to life. That's nice. <laughs> What's the idea, Jeff? Well, this idea really stems from Ben Hardy. In our interview with him, he brought this up. And it's about how to make real lasting change in your life. Because so many times I've tried to change things and then the change just doesn't stick. And he revealed to me, and it was really cool, why this is happening. And it's most likely why it's happening to you. Yeah, it was a bit of an aha moment for us. In fact, we're going to play the minute 30 seconds of that interview back. So here's Here's the clip for you to hear and listen, and then we'll go into a few stories and, and kind of the, the epiphany that happened for us will hopefully happen for you too. And when you start thinking more and more about what you want, you train your brain to start to see it. It becomes your expectation. It becomes your filter. You know, in psychology, we call it selective attention. Um, Dan Sullivan says, your eyes can only see and your ears can only hear what your brain is looking for. And so I think that that's really a healthy part of the journaling is writing down what you're looking for getting specific about it, thinking about it, studying it. Just one last thought on that. In psychology, there's two types of, there's many different frameworks for motivation, but one of the frameworks that I like is approach and avoid. All behavior is either approaching something you want or trying to avoid something you don't. And from my standpoint, if you're trying to avoid what you don't want, you end up generally creating more of it. You know, So if you're trying to avoid an addiction or a bad habit, trying to avoid it isn't usually strong enough to beating it. What you need to do instead is you need to focus on what you actually do want. And then you need to approach that. And then as you take action towards that, your desires towards the thing you don't want actually just organically go away. Um, mm -hmm. Trying to avoid, you know, a bad habit, pornography, something like that. It's only gonna get you so far, but clarifying what you want and then marching towards that. As you do that, eventually you just stop wanting the thing that you didn't want. <laughs> you know, you just stop wanting it. And yeah. so you want to clarify what you want and then train yourself to only see that. And eventually you stop seeing what you used to see before. You stop seeing all those news feeds. You stop seeing, you know, I don't see anything in my news feed about the Enneagram because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, but what you see is a huge indicator of what you're looking for and what you're expecting. And so I think the journaling is a very important way of training your worldview so that you can see what you want and go get it. That is awesome. What we're, what we're working on and what we've been working on without even realizing it is focusing on approaching the things we want rather than avoiding the things we don't want. We've got a quote here. Read it for us, Sheldon. The quote is, the secret of change is to focus all your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that's exactly what Ben was pointing out to us in his approach versus avoid framework. And so cool because I think oftentimes with change, we do the exact opposite. When we, when we don't want something, we focus all our attention on trying to use our willpower to overcome it. Yeah. It's like a while back, my wife and I got rid of sugar, <laughs> right? In, in our diets. And for a while, it was really hard. At first, it was really hard because I was focusing on all the things I couldn't have. It's like, oh, I'm trying to avoid sugar. I'm trying to avoid gluten. I'm trying to avoid uh, all these things I used to eat. And it wasn't until I shifted my focus on what I really wanted that it became easier. And suddenly it was more of, instead of avoiding things, I was focused on, well, what things do I, well, I want a healthier body so that I can have more energy and not be reliant on sugar to give me the energy I need in the day. So I started eating healthier and 
started focusing on what diet could I have and replaced the bad things with something better. And that's kind of a yeah. big step of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And he talks about this as being a framework for motivation. Don't get me wrong. We all, we all are motivated both by things we try to avoid, right? That's, that's life. I want to avoid pain and suffering. <laughs> right. And at the same time, my higher goals, almost my higher, you know, long lasting things, it's moving towards something. It's building something. It's the approach method or motivation, you should say. We, we were talking about examples of this and dieting is usually an avoid motivation, but a change in lifestyle is more of an approach where you want something different, right? And yeah. avoid, I think too often we think that by avoiding the things that are making me unhappy, I would therefore find happiness. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'd have to, I think that's partly, but it's not the full truth, right? Well, it's only part uh, of the equation. It's only part of the equation. So it's like we've talked about in the past where, sure, you can have this garden, but if all you ever do is weed, yes, it doesn't turn into a great flourishing garden. It's just a dirt patch at that point, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we can spend all of our time weeding, get, trying to get rid of the thing that we don't want, which is necessary. Like you have to weed. Yeah. But at the same time, finding real fruit, real growth, you have to be working toward building that, of growing that, of cultivating yeah, and watering the thing and you planting want. Planting something you want. Yeah, exactly. If you if all you're ever doing is weeding, your the destination is a dirt patch. And who cares about a dirt patch? Right. Nobody, it's like it's the same thing as if all you're doing is cutting things out of your diet, all you've got is this really bland <laughs> diet to look forward to. What is your real goal? Usually losing weight. And I put that in quotes. If that's the goal, it's, it's an avoidance motivation. But having a stronger purpose, like you said, a why, so I can be healthy and play with my kids, be there for my grandkids, you know, live, move, that is a bigger a bigger why, a better, you know, you're moving toward a bigger life. Yeah. Actually, a good example is um, my wife goes to Pilates several mornings every week. And there's a, the, the lady that owns the Pilates studio. She's probably in her late fifties, uh, maybe even early sixties. And she is just in fantastic shape. Um, obviously she runs a Pilates studio and she's, she tries to eat really healthy and she's got this great lifestyle going. And we look at her not as a comparison, but as kind of a goal to say, Hey, when I'm 60, I want to be in that good of shape, right? I want to be like, and the only way to do that is, is to have a lifestyle that's conducive to that type of health. And cause anyone can most anyone, I should say, you know, barring a few severe limitations can do that. It's just up to us to make that decision and kind of put that out there into the future. Yeah. We were talking about these false beliefs that we were trying to, to identify. And I think one of them is if I avoid negative actions and behavior, like life will take me where I want to go. <laughs> yeah. But going back to the garden just weeding, getting rid of the stuff we want is part of the process, but it doesn't, it's like driving, you, you know, you're in a car and it's like, a, 
I'm gonna avoid the potholes and the ditches and the <laughs> the construction. <laughs> I mean, you'll go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, interestingly enough, whenever there's construction going on on the freeway and different places, there's always more accidents. Now, clearly part of that is part of that reason is it's just harder to navigate. But I think a big part of that is it makes you nervous and you start focusing on all the things you're trying to avoid. And people get in accidents a lot more often in those situations, even though they're oftentimes going slower. And yeah. I would, I would say this has to relate really well to that, where the things you focus on become harder to avoid. And it's just like an alcoholic who it doesn't go get into an AA meeting, who doesn't go get a therapist, who doesn't focus on this higher power, who doesn't follow those 12 steps is inevitably, what is it? 99%, hundred percent of the time going back to drink at some point is going back to alcohol at some point because they don't have the support. They're not focused on something better. They're only focused on avoiding. Jeff was talking about this example. It's this, most people probably heard this story where there'll be a stretch of highway out in the middle of nowhere and there's like one tree and this whole <laughs> 30 miles. <laughs> and more often than not, there will have been a, a wreck or an accident on the, on the one tree <laughs> and the miles <laughs> Of nothingness because it's just like the the one abnormality that people focused on all of a sudden it's just you know they could have gone it's not like there was a, an accident every 20 feet and you know this is just the one you can see that's wrapped around the tree <laughs> that's what they focused on but so it came into their view and so that's more likely to to happen yeah it's true and uh I, the other thing i was thinking about with this is how often we we set these short-term goals. Diets are a great example. Um, or even financial goals where we think, okay, I'm going to do this for a little while. And then we end up going right back to what we did uh, because avoidance doesn't have a long-term goal aligned with it. It's very it's short-term. A very power, it's a powerful short-term motivation. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It is, right? But it is short-term. And, and we often even look at it that way. How many people say, oh, yeah, after my 40-day diet, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to go you know, eat whatever I want for a night. But that eat whatever I want for a night typically turns into go back to my old habits. And so the real goal is to, is to start building in better habits. You have to trade what you've given up for something better. Mm -hmm. I like this idea. So going to the the bible there's the story of moses and the children of israel and he goes up into the mountains gets commandments and comes down and, and they've built the <laughs> golden calf or whatever worshiping it and destroys the higher law goes back up and comes back down with the the 10 commandments which is the lesser law and if you think about it in my mind it was this kind of both avoidance and approach mentality where he tries he does tell them okay you should honor your parents you should keep the sabbath day holy right these things that you should be moving toward but most of the 10 commandments is is a void thou shalt not kill still commit adultery covet right it's all mm -hmm. these avoidance things but then later on in the bible christ asks them what's the most important and he says the higher law the two great commandments is to love thy God with all thy heart and love thy neighbor as thyself, right? It is 100% approaching, moving toward building something better. 
And that encompasses, takes care of all the things to avoid. But you don't don't even need to think about it. You don't need to think about not killing your neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) If you love your neighbor, you typically don't want to kill him. (laughs) Right, right. And I think too often we, I want to exercise the things that's, you know, rip out the thing that's making me unhappy. So I focus on that, right? And it's just thinking that that will bring me happiness. And like we talked about, I mean, you do have to weed, Mm -hmm. but you should be, if I really want more change, growth faster, I should spend more time on growing what it is I want to grow, doing and becoming the things and, and where I want to be and grow and do. Yeah. And I think oftentimes the hard part with that is that we haven't decided what we want and who we want to become. And so these, these avoidance things of like short-term change become our biggest focus because we haven't decided, well, what is it that I really want? And I've been trying to share with my kids this idea of, of being intentional about everything you want to do, but it's pretty hard. Nobody does it a hundred percent. And so the thing that I told them is just be pick one thing that you can be intentional about. And one of the things that came to mind, an example that maybe could work for you guys out there is uh, being very intentional about what you're going to eat for lunch. This idea goes back to the idea of practice because that those things you practice become easier. And if you just start with one little thing, as easy as deciding in advance what you want for lunch and having a reason why, like, I'm going to eat this for lunch because it's going to do this for me down the road, right? Give, having a future intention in mind. It can be really powerful in helping you start to build confidence in your ability to be intentional about everything you do and have a purpose where this is taking me. I always think, where is this decision taking me? It's not something we naturally do. It's not something we're trained to do in life. Uh, but if we, the more often we can do it, the better we'll be in helping us create better habits. And like we said, replace bad habits by shifting our focus to something we want rather than something we're trying to avoid. Yeah. So we, we have an action for you and then Jeff, I actually want you to talk about the, everything is a trade idea that you, you shared with me, how, well, I'll let you, I'll let you get into that, but actually I want to share our action first. Okay. So what is it that you're trying to change right now? What's the, you know, the one thing that you're just, this is the one thing I'm working on, you know, to try and change for the better and dig into a little bit. If it's, if your motivation is, is it an avoidance motivation or an approaching motivation? The goal is to try and figure out how to have a bigger and better why for whatever change it is that you are trying to change, whatever it is you're trying to do. And to spend more time focusing on what you want to grow than what it is you want to not grow. <laughs> yeah. More time growing good fruit rather than just wanting to get rid of the weed, right? Yeah. And this isn't something we can give you the answer to. So it's more, it has to be, it has to come from you. But I think like Sheldon was saying, use the garden example to make it easier for you. Um, what do you want to plant, right? Do you want to grow corn? Do you want to grow fruit? Like rather than just saying, oh, I got to weed this garden, uh, that becomes real boring real quick is figuring out the exciting <laughs> thing you want out of that garden. Like my wife and I grow a garden every year and 
I wouldn't do it because it's a lot of hard work unless I knew that there was good stuff coming from it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's the same thing with this is most of the stuff we're trying to avoid. We're trusting our willpower to carry us through and it just doesn't work long-term. Uh, yeah. Our willpower wanes really quickly because we need to have some destination in mind. Yeah. Yeah. And here's, so Jeff, share what I, I think it's a shortcut for this idea that you're going to share real quick about the, the glass and your, your teacher. Okay. So there's a concept that I was thinking about recently. It's called everything is a trade. And it really comes down to the fact that we use up every moment of our day. There's literally no moment of our day that's not taken up with something. And it, for some reason, as simple as that sounds, it came to me as kind of an aha. I was like, oh, that's true. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no amount of, there's no moment in time that I have not used in some way whether it's right. watching a show or going to work or driving, like there's no moment in your day that's not taken up with something. So no matter what you do or you want to add into your life, it's trading for something. So just make yeah. sure that you're trading, whatever it is you're trading, you're trading for something better than rather than the opposite. Some reason we talk about, you know, adding this to our day or do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's some, yeah. some reason when we talk about time and improving habits and things we talk about it as if we could just add more time to our day but that's not really the case it's a trade it's always a trade yeah it, this is a, there's a funny example about daylight savings with this there's an old american indian native american uh saying where they were kind of laughing at daylight savings saying only the white man would believe that you could cut a rug and sew it on the other side and have a longer rug right <laughs> <laughs> or a longer blanket. I can't remember if it's blanket or rug, probably misquoting, but it's, it struck me as funny because it's true where we often think I can just add this in. Well, no, you can't just cut your blanket, sew it to the other side and have a longer blanket. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's the same length. So, um, but there is this false belief that we have, we can find extra time. And it kind of reminded me of this example of my sixth grade science teacher. His name was Mr. Jacobs. He was awesome. And he, he had this bottle full of, had a glass full of water. So it's full. And I imagine this is our day. Our day is always full of stuff. There's no, there's not like this empty gap that we can fill. Always have 24 hours. Yeah. Always. We always have 24 hours and we always use them all. So my sixth grade teacher, he has this glass and it's full of dirty water. And as he, and then he showed us as he pours in pure water, eventually it replaces all the dirty water and the dirty water is, is gone. And that's kind of the example we're taking with this is this approach rather than avoid. If you start pouring in and approaching the good stuff, it will replace the things you're trying to avoid. So rather than trying to remove the dirty water, which you can't do, you have to replace it with something better. Don't get me wrong. The vast majority of us, when we're trying to change and improve, you know, we're saying become more, you know, it's like, well, spin. That. What's the average? Four hours a day in front of the television is the national average. <laughs> right? Four hours. Okay. No wonder uh, we're going down in IQ. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's I. I guarantee if you were to replace have your social media use and replace it with some in your morning instead of checking your news feed and the social media feed, listen to some inspirational devotional whatever. Uh, it would help your day, guarantee it, right? You would just be replacing something better. It's like the good, better, best. You just replace something 
bad with something good, something good with something better. In my mind, you're replacing comparison with encouraging right there. It's like, yeah, I can either be comparing myself to others or I can be encouraging my own growth. Yeah. Yeah. Darren Hardy or Darren Hardy, he had this, uh, Darren Daly a while back and he titled it the key to investing is to trade pennies for dollars, right? And when you are investing in your education and your learning and your growth, kind of like Jeff was saying, instead of spending a dollar for a dollar, right? A dollar of time, a dollar of our day for a dollar of return, spend pennies up front for dollars later on. Yeah, exactly. And that's and so how we've been implementing this right now, and we didn't even realize it, honestly, <laughs> that this fits so nicely, but we've been going through Ben Hardy's 30-Day Future Self course, which is free. Uh, it's 30 days. It's really good. It's only like 10 minutes a day, which could replace something else, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> 10 minutes a day of, of lesson. And then he gives you some journal prompts in there, which we always talk about journaling as being one of the key habits you can have in life um, in creating your future self. But go check it out. I just finished it. And it's amazing. Uh, it's it really does have a big impact on helping you create that vision of your future because that's part of the thing that may be challenging in this is what is that greater why for me? What does my future look like? What do I want it to look like? And when you decide those things, building these habits and replacing some of these negative things in your life becomes a lot easier. Mm -hmm. It's, it's finding a better motivation. It's approaching bigger and better things. As Jeff and I would say, bigger and better problems, right? Yeah. Other than problems. avoiding, just just avoiding the things that we don't want that bring unhappiness into our life. And don't get me wrong, you do both. That's part of life. You both weed and garden, but growing brand new fruit trees and vegetables—that's what you want. But you have yeah. to figure that out. <laughs> well, it's like the the Michael Jordan quote. He said, "Make your vision so big that the hard work." It becomes irrelevant, right? And it, it's the same thing with this. Like if this grand garden is your vision, the weeding becomes irrelevant. It becomes just this simple thing you do regularly. The, the action step that we always like to give you is what, Sheldon? Repeat it one more time for him. Whatever is your big goal, what you're trying to accomplish, dig in a little deeper and figure out if your motivation is an avoidance behavior or an approaching behavior. Spend a little more time focusing on what it is you really want and turning that into a, a bigger why, like where you're going to move toward rather than just move away from. Exactly. You got to transform that avoid into an approach if you really want it to be lasting change. Mm -hmm. Pain and avoidance can be very powerful short-term motivation, but for long-lasting change, real change, you have to be approaching something bigger and better. Absolutely. We hope you love this idea. We'd love to hear more examples of, of how to, how you've been trying to approach bigger and better to achieve your goals rather than just avoid the things that make us unhappy, keep us down, right? And we are so excited. Next week, Ben Hardy is going to come on our show again to talk about his book, Who Not How. Which... If you didn't already know this from our last few episodes, <laughs> we are giving away for free while supplies last on our website. All you got to do is subscribe to our action club and we will send you a free digital copy, Kindle copy of Who Not How within 48 hours. So go do that right now. Get started on the book. 
so you can have some insight by the time you listen to next week's episode. And if you like this idea, please share it. We're trying to help more people and come up with better, great ideas to implement. And uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, share this with a friend. Thank you again. And go put an idea to work.